and welcome to Coffee and Catholics, a Catholic women's talk show podcast. I'm Stacy, one of your hosts, and with me I have... Hi, I'm Alicia. I'm Annie. And I'm Lauren. Hello, and welcome to Coffee and Catholics. This is Stacy, one of your hosts, and today's episode is going to be a little different. This month... We were not able to gather together as a group or even as a pair to record. Um, Every time we scheduled a recording session, either weather uh, made it unsafe for us to travel to our recording spot, or um, we even tried to meet at a conference and get together and um, some of our kids got sick and some of we got sick. But um, so today, what we're going to be doing is because we didn't want you guys to have to wait four weeks until our next episode. So we decided that um, I was able to still attend the conference um, this weekend. And um, I'm just going to share a couple of quotes from some of the speakers and some of the takeaways I got from the conference. It was a beautiful conference. Is the Oklahoma Catholic Women's Conference. Um and so I just wanted to share a little bit of that with you today. And we will be back together, hopefully, um, by our next episode for you guys. And um, you know, can't do much about weather and illness, but you, you know, you know you're doing something right when things are going wrong, I guess. I don't know. But um, so at the Oklahoma Catholic Women's Conference this past weekend that I attended, there were Three fantastic speakers, Leah Darrow, Sister Marie Veritas, and Kimberly Hahn um, all came and spoke to us. And we had some beautiful music and just very prayerful. But I wanted to go ahead and share just some of these just little tidbits um, from the conference with you. One of the things that Leah Darrow had said that I think was just beautiful because as as women, we just we get busy, and sometimes we're very perfectionists, and we think if we can't do something a certain way, um, you know, why should we do it? Uh, if we can't get it right the first time, what's the point of trying? Um, and I loved this. One of the first things she said in her talk was, "The best prayer is the prayer you pray." Uh, I think sometimes we get so wrapped up in our devotions and things like that, which are all good. But um, if we miss something, it's not the end of the world. The best prayer is the prayer we pray. So even if you just get up and say, thank you, God, for today, that's good enough. If that's all you can do, because that's the best prayer you could do for that day. I thought that was beautiful. Um also shared a lot of her story with us um, at the conference and the message that God put on her heart um, really spoke to me um, in my past as well. And, uh, you know, God had put the words, I made you for more on her heart. And um, how often do we think that we're not enough in different ways? And, um, and so sometimes we don't take care of our um, mental, our physical, 
or spiritual needs because we don't think we're worthy. Um, but God made us for more. And I thought that was really beautiful, too. Um, something else that Leah said was that God will never show us our sinfulness without showing us his mercy. So, and, but then we have to accept that mercy. So, again, God will never show us our sinfulness without showing us his mercy as well. So, um, just knowing that God is waiting there to forgive us, and which is another just beautiful thing. Um, beautiful is kind of my word for the weekend, so I might overuse it today, and for that I apologize, but things just, that's just what really came to my heart, is things were beautiful. Um, another thing that really resonated with me from her talk was she mentioned how sin is exhausting. And it really is. If you ever think about any time in your life when you have sinned and just trying to keep up with that lie, whether it's to yourself or to, or to others around you, it's just really, really tiring and can really affect you, again, mentally and spiritually and physically. Because all those things are connected. And she mentioned that we all have to start somewhere. So again, just that whole thought of, you know, you are enough. God made you enough. You just have to start. And he'll give you those graces to continue on and to grow. We're always growing on a journey together. Another really powerful statement that she said during her talk and one I've been pondering on my own lately was um, this whole notion of us being called to be saints. We're all called to be saints. And we hear this over and over again, that we're called to be saints. And for a long time, I had a really hard time saying that I want to be a saint, but that's on my heart. I really do want to be a saint. I feel like I'm you know, lacking in some of the things that I need. But um, to do that, but one of the things that she said that just really struck my heart that this is a truth that I am allowed to desire this is that someone told her at some point that you should be a saint. Now, not we're all just called to be a saint or just we could be saints if we do this, but you should be a saint. When you change that mindset she talked a lot about mindset, and um, as an educator, we have heard this you know, whole growth mindset for several years now. There's a lot of times where you re you're retraining your students and yours uh, neuropathways to a positive tilt instead of a negative one. So instead of being like, I can't do this, you might, you'll change that to, I can't do this yet. Um, because we're always growing. And she talked a lot about this. So, and I, I was reminded of St. Zeely Martin, where she's talking about how she wants to be a saint, and she, but she has a lot of work to do. And I, she, there's a beautiful quote that she has where she talks about this. And I just kind of felt like that that's what she was talking, what Leah was talking about here, is that Yes, we're called to be a saint, and maybe we're not a saint now, but we 
are working towards that. We're not a saint yet. And so I just thought that, that was really powerful and beautiful also. And um, again, something we've talked about on this podcast over and over again, and she talked about is that we're all on a journey and um, we hope that we're helping you on your journey when we talk about these things. And she also talked about, and I think I mentioned a little bit earlier about how mental health, spiritual, spiritual and physical health and our, and routines are all really powerful and connected to each other. And one of the really powerful things that she mentioned was um, in neuropsychology, there is the, you know, um, the science is saying that we're actually wired for faith, love, and charity. And I'm reminded of a talk I went to with a deacon um, several months ago, and he talked about how science and religion do not contradict each other. And one of the things that she kept talking about was how science is catching up to scripture. And I just love that message. Like hearing that message over and over again from different angles is always just really interesting to me. The science is saying that what we think matters because when we think negative thoughts, these create neurological pathways in our brain. And if we keep continuing thinking a certain thought, whether it's negative or positive, we create these pathways in our brain that make that thought more ingrained. So if we think that we're not enough and we're telling ourselves that we're not enough and we hear others tell us that we're not enough, eventually we'll just believe that we aren't enough. But what is wonderful about growth mindset and what Leah was talking about is that negative neural networks can be overlaid with positive ones. Now, the key is, is it takes just as much work to rewire a brain as it took to wire one. And so there's just beautiful, beautiful things about how our brains and our thoughts and our um breathing and exercise these are all connected and um, one of the things that helps us regulate and maintain those healthy lifestyles is our routines so let's say we are wanting to make our prayer life getting our prayer life richer maybe we can wake up 15 minutes early and give 10 minutes of those 15 minutes to God in prayer, whether it's reading scripture or saying the morning offering with a Hail Mary and our Father, whatever that prayer looks like, the 10 minutes of those, that extra 15 minutes of your morning is just dedicated and given to God. When we start our day with prayer, which is a, and getting up early is a sacrifice. And so we are forging in these positive neural networks because we're being with gratitude to start off our day. These positive things in our routines help us create those better growth mindsets. And it's just really beautiful. And that led us into um, Sister Marie Veritas, which she spoke a lot about leisure and what leisure actually is, which is really interesting because, again, here is another one of those messages I've been getting 
from one of the books I've been reading. A couple of friends of mine are in a group that were, they're Catholic homeschoolers. The moms decided to read Leisure, The Basis of Culture by uh, Joseph Pfeiffer. I've really, really enjoyed this work of his. And when I've been contemplating it, about what true leisure is and that leisure isn't just idleness. It's not just shutting our brains off, but this true leisure that is also tied to worship. And Sister Marie Veritas talked about this and she talked about rest and she talked about how God created us for prayer rest and delight and I just loved that word delight um because she talked about we think about I think therefore I am or to be or not to be and she kind of reformed those into to be is to be loved because it was God's love for you that you even exist it is because of God's love for you that you even exist. And how beautiful is that? Oh, for us to be able to rest in God's love for us, we have to know who we are. And we've talked about on um, this podcast and other episodes about when... Uh, We've been in situations where we didn't feel loved because somebody was using us. And I just thought that um, it was really interesting how Sister Marie Veritas brought up that the opposite of love is use. When we use people, we are giving them the message that we do not love them. But we're not supposed to be afraid because God loves us. He wants to speak the truth of who we are. And those are sisters' words. He wants to speak the truth of who we are. And who are we? We're His. We're His beloved. No sin or darkness is bigger than God's mercy, was another quote of hers. Again, like I mentioned earlier, God's mercy is always there, but Sister also pointed out, and so true, that we have to give him permission to love us and to heal us. He doesn't force his love on us. We have to accept it. We have to be receptive and give him permission to enter in. So this openness to God leads us to trusting God. Oh my gosh. If I got anything out of this conference, it was the message to trust God. Um, it is just so hard as a woman to just let go of things. I think we are so often in charge of schedules and organization and of our houses, of our kids' sports schedules, of church schedules of our husband's appointments and our kids appointments and our own appointments that a lot of times it's really hard to just let go and true rest is full trust in God the devil 
wanted Jesus, sister points this out, the devil wanted Jesus to identify with what he could do. How often in our society are we judged on what our usefulness is, on how efficient we are, on our abilities? But the devil didn't want Jesus to identify with who he is, which is he is the son of God. And we are God's beloved. The devil doesn't want us to focus on who we are. He wants us to focus on what we can do, which is where we can get a little confused or lost sometimes. Especially as women, because we carry so much. As a sister points out, we don't just carry our own burdens, but we carry those of our friends and our families, of our societies, and of the world sometimes, we tend to worry about what will happen. A lot of times, these things are things that we're not supposed to carry. Maybe we're supposed to be praying for the situation, or maybe we're supposed to be walking with somebody on their journey, but we're not supposed to be carrying their cross. We can make their burden lighter, but we can't take it away from them. And so she points out that we aren't supposed to be carrying these things. And when we carry things that we're not supposed to be carrying, sometimes it stops us. She told a lovely story about her brother. I'm not going to go into it. It was great. But it was talking about an escalator stopping. And she said, what are we carrying that causes our escalators to stop? What is exhausting us? What is wearying us? wearing us down and when we talk about this exhaustion of sin like we talked about with Leah Darrow and then sister brought up this like these burdens that we're carrying how do we alleviate this and sometimes it's physical sleep one of the things that she pointed out that is that the devil doesn't want us to sleep because sleep shows a full trust in God And the other thing is, is a lot of times sleep is possible, but we feel guilty for taking a nap or we feel guilty for sleeping the duration that we needed or we feel guilty for going to bed early because we need extra sleep, which this form of guilt comes from the illusion that what we're doing is what matters. But the problem with a lack of, of sleep can also come a can open us to temptation because we're irritated and tired and when we're tired we don't make the best decisions so she goes on to talk about elizabeth ann seaton and i just think again of this uh, piper book and and what true leisure is And she talks about how true leisure is the immersion of ourselves in beauty. I don't think I could ever put it better than that. True leisure is immersion of ourselves in beauty. Whether that's the beauty of God's word, whether it's the beauty of a book, whether it's the beauty of a meadow outside, the beauty of music, all these beautiful things around us. Show and us delighting in these beautiful things shows gratitude to God. 
is a form or, or even our very leisurely regenerative rest is a form of worshiping him. And I just I found that so beautiful. And she goes on to also talk about um, G.K. Chesterton. And there's a quote from him that she gave about how people come to supper and they say grace at meals, but he says grace um, before. And he goes on to list all these beautiful artworks, an opera, a painting. He says grace before all these things and ends with bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts. Because true leisure is also recognizing the gifts in everything, the gifts in the everyday looking at things with love like God looks at them and delights in them. And that was the other beautiful thing we talked about on the seventh day, how God rests. And it wasn't like he just rests and was like, okay, now let's, you know, binge watch, you know, our favorite show on Netflix. But he delighted in what he created. That was his leisure, was looking at how beautiful everything that he made was. So leisure isn't just shutting out the world. It's actually delighting in it. This just beautiful refocusing of gratitude. And Sister goes on to talk about because God's creation and delighting in his creation and in his beauty is so important to us, Spaces also end up being important to us. Our spaces can tell us lies about ourselves. Um, and I, this really resonated with me as a mom who has a really hard time with getting her house clean. Um, I really do have, you know, it's, I get very embarrassed when I have people come over and we haven't been able to get the house clean. A beautiful space helps others find the beauty in them. A soul at peace will save a thousand souls. But I just really loved how she talked about being loved by God and how when we understand how loved we are, it's much easier to create these beautiful spaces. It's much easier to delight in the beauty of the outdoors and the people that we encounter every day. And it's easier to see if I'm a beloved child of God, so is this person. So our interactions with others can all be transformed through this beauty and this true understanding of what leisure is and what rest is. And Kimberly Hahn uh, was one of our speakers at the conference. Fantastic, by the way. Um, she quoted a lot of scriptures and they were all beautiful and I could not write any of them down fast enough. Um, Kimberly really likes Proverbs. Um, and which was just beautiful. But uh, um, she, so we just had this talk about knowing who you are and not just this our utilitarian look on life. But so Kimberly kind of built on Sister 
Marie's talk because she just talked about how the world views us and how God views us. And the world has a very external view and individual and materialistic view. But God sees the interior. You know, he sees the places in our soul that nobody else can see in our hearts and how connected we are and how relationships are important. She went on to talk about how we need to remember that everything that we have is on loan. Uh, we are the stewards of the things that God has given us. So here we had sister right before her talking about delighting in everything that's around us. And then Kimberly coming in and reminding us that these are all gifts. And, we're, and so sister's telling us we delight in these gifts. And Kimberly's saying we take care of these gifts. So true. And I just loved how the talks just went right off of one another. Um, a vocation of... Um, any vocation where you, like a marriage, your children are a gift, your husband is a gift, your house is a gift, your car is a gift. Um, and we are supposed to take care of these things, which also resonated with me with the whole space, um, creating a beautiful space so that taking care of it and being these good stewards of our house so that doesn't tell us lies about who our families are, what how our marriages are. Um, and I really like this question that uh, can really pose that we should be asking ourselves is what is God putting on your heart? Take those things into prayer. So the things that we are thinking about continuously that come to us that are maybe promptings of the Holy Spirit, we should be taking those to prayer. Another question we should be asking God daily is, where am I saying no or not yet to you? Because those are the things that we really need to be working on. Kimberly also went into talking about her, a little bit about her conversion. And I just loved her story. She was at a point where she was trying to think about what to give up for Lent. And it's just beautiful. And I just love how God asks asked her, put the question on her heart, why don't you give up you? So why don't you give up? And he is what he's always at calling us to him. And as we're about to go into Lent, you know, why don't we give him our all or everything? One of the things that she had said is we can trust him in the waiting. And that really very much spoke to me. So trust and waiting and rest were huge messages I got. And it's, she mentioned that God has a perspective that we don't have. And I actually talk a lot to my children about this because they'll I'll ask them to get ready to go somewhere. And a lot sometimes it's a surprise. Like I have I've made a plan. As long as I can get them out of the house when you get them out of the house, we'll have this wonderful surprise. Well, you know, whether it has to do with going out to eat or going to their favorite or going to the science museum or the zoo or meeting up with friends. If I, if I can just get them out of the house, then 
they'll fight me if they if I don't, they don't know what we're doing. They'll be like, "Oh, why do I have to get my shoes on? Or why do I have to get in the car? Can I just stay here?" And a lot of times, I end up ruining the surprise. Because I'm like, I just want to get out of here because a lot of times we're on time constraint. If I don't leave at a certain time, we miss out on what we were going to. And I t- ask the kid, my kids, why don't you just trust that I'm going to be doing something with you? And we need, to, you just need to trust me that, you know, maybe sometimes I have more information than you do. That's exactly the same way with God. He has different perspective than we do, and we just have to be willing to wait, even though it is so hard. It's probably the hardest thing for me to wait around when I know something is coming. And she also talked a lot about how we are enough and our weak, and God is really looking for our weakness so that He can strengthen us, that His power actually is mostly seen in our weakness. And how he helps us get through things. It was just really beautiful. And I hope that some of these beautiful things that um, I took away from this conference resonate with you. Um, If you, again, um, want to learn more about these women, um, I know that they have their own mysteries. and And Mrs. Han has books and a podcast of her own and so I um, will add some of those to the notes for you guys and um, just trust the Lord and and take it to prayer and remember you just have to start somewhere and um, we're all here together to help each other walk on this journey my prayer for you is that you can find those 10 minutes to take yourself into prayer before God and delight in His beauty and creation. And as always, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you. Join us again in two weeks. Until then, may God bless you and may Mary accompany you.